If you want to get service, selection, and price so low, the Record Archive is the place to go. So, we talked about leprechauns last episode. Cruahan. Mm-hmm. Cruahan. Was leprechaun approved. Yes. Right? We visited Ireland virtually mm-hmm. and showcased a lot of their talent. Yep. Um, and now we have a somewhat local article that I'm not going to read, but I want to mention the headline is Police Officers in U.S. Arrest Tall Leprechaun Caught Looting Cars in Residential Neighborhood. And this happened in Kenmore, New York, which is by Buffalo. What made him a leprechaun, though? He was a tall leprechaun. I, well, I know, okay, so he was tall. It says he was wearing like a green jacket, I guess, <laughs> and like plaid pants, and he had orange hair. And he was looting cars. <laughs> oh, boy. He was filling this pot of gold. <laughs> um... That's interesting. Yeah, isn't it? But, so let's back up for a second. Mm. It's episode 70. Yeah. 70. Yep. We've been listening to each other for... 70 episodes. 70 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're having a little bit of a meltdown because our grim server mm. is not feeling well. Yeah. And we might potentially lose everything on it. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it can be saved. But I have faith in you. Thank you. This day in history. Let me get through the pop-ups. <laughs> All right. Are you being spammed? Uh, son of Sam serial killer is arrested. And for those of you that have not watched that documentary, it is fantastic. You should watch it. Um, and Summer Sam, a Spike Lee joint. Yeah, that was really good, too. I like too. that movie, too, yeah. On August 10th, 1977, 24-year-old postal employee David Berkowitz is arrested and charged with being the son of Sam, the serial killer who terrorized New York City for more than a year, killing six young people and wounding seven, seven others with a forty-four caliber revolver. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It says here, um, history.com, because Berkowitz generally targeted attractive young women with long brown hair. Hundreds of young women had their hair cut short and dyed blonde. <laughs> and after his arrest, he claimed that demons and a black Labrador retriever owned by a neighbor named Sam mm-hmm. had ordered him to commit the killings. Well, yeah. It's rational, right? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So I think if you were around back then, you'd probably be dead. <laughs> I cut my hair. <laughs> I ain't dying my hair blonde. <laughs> probably. Yeah. I'd be the defiant one. Yeah, stubborn. <laughs> um. Oh, I have a joke for you. You do? Yeah. It's this probably, is a good one. I bet it is. <laughs> A lady comes home from her doctor's appointment, grinning from ear to ear. Her husband asks, why are you so happy? The wife says, the doctor told me for a 45-year-old woman, I have the breast of an 18-year-old. I don't know what doctor would ever say that, by the way. (laughs) A creeper. (laughs) He's... A love doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah? Quipped the husband. What did he say about your 45-year-old ass? She said, your name never came up in the conversation. <laughs> Hardy har, har, har. That's funny. Pretty good. <laughs> um, to be 45 again. Yeah, I don't know what that feels like. You will, bitch. You will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so uh, we have Buffalo locals today. Mm-hmm. Yep. You want to kick it off? Of course I do. 
Do you want to kick it off? <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, we are going to start with Vile Vindiction from Tanawanda with Puritanical Winterlight. Nice. And then we're going to hear Grave Descent from Buffalo with Surgical Awakening.
Hey, I was um, I was collecting some content and thinking of some questions for an upcoming interview, mm-hmm. which you guys are not going to want to miss. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but randomly, I thought about when you insisted on making me chicken French. Shut up, man. <laughs> I'm not making you shit. I love chicken French. (laughs) I don't know what that shit you made was. (laughs) There's definitely a line between good and bad chicken French. And that was your first time making it. No, it wasn't though. It was my first time with those ingredients. (laughs) I'm trying to help you out. I was was trying to impress my new lady. (laughs) Uh, so when that failed, I pulled out the micro penis. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am. Uh, here you are, <laughs> stuck for an eternity. Um, the first time chicken French mm-hmm. was not very tasty, but you have gotten really good at it. I have. Yeah, we've had it a few times since then, and it's been really good. Yeah. Yeah. You're lying. No. Why would I have Who you made keep it? making <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna shift gears here. Okay. Um, I've been really loving Ranker. They mm-hmm. have cool stories. Mm-hmm. So, um, this article reads: These cryptic messages on tombstones only hint at their terrifying backstories. Um, so they have some pictures, but I can read them. Read the pictures. Well, (laughs) so this one says this teen done in by human wolves. Um, So the tombstone is from 1917 and under it, it reads murdered by human wolves. Mm. And the backstory is while this tombstone suggests werewolves, the real story actually reads much more sad than scary. In 1917, Dr. Yates faced charges for performing a criminal operation that resulted in death. Though it sounds like a medical accident or malpractice, the procedure was an abortion. In those days, abortions were extremely illegal, and the only ones available came with dangerous risks. So when Catherine Cross went to receive one, the operation accidentally killed her as well as the fetus. Whoops. The doctor was eventually released, charged, charges dismissed, and the only satisfaction her parents got was the f- final few, few words that still show ominously on her gravestone which is really sad story (laughs) um let's see located in the graveyard of an insane asylum it just reads specimens so there's like this tombstone (laughs) that looks like a box (laughs) and it just says specimens um scrolling down specimens so what was that all of them was that her and the... Uh, no, these are two set. These are separate stories, like separate uh, gravestones. Oh, I got you. Okay. Um, working through... Oh, so this one, <laughs> Herman Harband. Um, I think he died in 19... Oh, no. Uh, 2011. Oddly enough, this headstone was made ahead of time and Herman Harband is not even buried there. He ordered the headstone for himself after he divorced his wife. And you see plainly the state of mind he was in. He honestly believed she wanted to kill him. However, he later remarried happily and passed away before being buried in 2011. So this tombstone reads, My wife Eleanor Arthur of Queens, New York, lived like a princess for 20 years, traveling the world with the best of everything. When I went blind, she tried to poison me, took all of my money, all of my medication, and left me in the dark, alone and sick. It's a miracle I escaped. I won't see her in heaven because she's surely going to hell. (laughs) He wrote all of that on the tombstone. That's great. (laughs) Uh, Oh, this story is very sad. A heartbreaking last message from... Leo Matlovich, who died from AIDS. Um, even among tales about his death, the story gets emotionally devastating. Leo's 
name does not feature on the front of the grave, instead showing the title, a gay Vietnam veteran, a war hero in the Air Force. Leo challenged the Air Force's policies on homosexuality in the military. He actually won various rights for gay military servicemen and women, the effects of which resonate to this day. He got both the Bronze Star and a Purple Heart during his service before being discharged for homosexuality. Uh, later, he died in San Francisco in 1988 from complications due to AIDS. Wait, he got awards and then was discharged for homosexuality? Uh, yeah, because it was frowned upon um, How do you get? back in, I, I don't know, but right. uh, his tombstone reads, when I was in the military, they gave me a medal for killing two men and a discharge for loving one. Oh, I got you. So that's what the, the medals were for his yeah, service. Okay. I thought, all right. Yeah, it kind of read weird. Mm. It kind of alluded that he was given medals for earning rights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. I don't think it was. Okay. Uh, which is very sad. And kind of a haunting message to leave behind. Yeah, um, definitely. Let's see. Let's look for... Uh, oh, so this one. This grisly tale of rabies and suffocation. <laughs> um, died, Album title. Died in 1855. Um, the tombstone reads, bitten by rabid coyote, developed rabies, became violent, was smothered with feather bed. When husband returned, she and her unborn child were dead and buried. Hmm. Okay. People get awful colorful with their tombstones. Yeah. I thought it was just like in loving memory, mm -hmm. rest in peace. Yep. And this reminds me of the, uh, the Curb Your Enthusiasm, where the, there's the episode about the tombstone and they had put passed away, P-A-S-T, instead of... <laughs> oh, yeah. To yeah. save money. Yeah. <laughs> and the letters. Yeah. Uh, and these people went all out on their letters. There's like a whole fucking novel on the tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think letters were cheaper back then. Yeah. Yeah, fucking inflation. <laughs> Um, yeah I think that's about it I mean there's a couple more but those were the, the ones that stood out okay going back to the story of Herman Harband yeah it reminds me that you lived the life of a princess for 20 years and then we met <laughs> <laughs> no that's not true it, it reminds me of I saw like a meme it said um my wife and I were hap were like blissfully happy for twenty years, and then we met each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, enough babble. Okay, let's let's do some musics. Out of Massachusetts, we have more Fran with the demo track "Blood from Stone." Mm -hmm. Thanks, Jeff Bob. Mm -hmm. uh, when wanting to play some more Fran for this, I think this when we started the podcast yeah then after that we're gonna hear the classic hex with two x's um power metal thrash band that started in 84 are back with a new record that is being released on holy roller records september 25th and that is called entangled in sin and the song we're gonna hear off of that is watching me burn and thank you dustin hardman for sharing that cool and then we're going to go into Anasarka from Germany with Endurance. And this is a severed release.
Hey, speaking of severed. Hey. Barrett um, stocked Grandma's pantry with a couple of cool demos that we're going to be playing in the future. He did, yeah. So that's cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we digging into the yeah. into the pocket. Let's get into the. Uh, uh, I have some random historical facts from Cracked again. And I have. Some, we need Cracked as a sponsor. I know. <laughs> I have some ridiculously weird historical facts from History Daily. All right. So yep. we can take turns. You want to start? Um. Sure. So. Albert Einstein was offered the presidency of Israel on November 17th, 1952. Hmm. Okay. He declined, saying he lacked the natural aptitude and experience to deal properly with people to hmm. do the job. Interesting. Hmm. What do you got? I, uh, mine's a little different than that one. I have uh, Napoleon's first wife performed a sex act that <laughs> ba- baffles modern historians. Um, it doesn't really explain the sex act, but it does say that they exchanged tons of extremely dirty letters, which mentioned but never explained something called a zigzag. Hmm. Zigzag. I wonder if that's in the Kama Sutra. What do you think the zigzag is? I don't know. I don't know either. Might be like the helicopter. What's that? <laughs> What's next on yours? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Hold on. I got to get down here. Uh, before there were alarm clocks, there were knockers up who were hired to shoot dried peas from a blowgun at people's windows in order to wake them up in the morning. Knockers up? Knockers up. Is that like a variation of tits up? <laughs> I got one that's really funny. Okay. Um, an astronaut pooped and puked all over Apollo 8 in mid-orbit. Ew! It says, it says Frank Borman got briefly but violently ill to the extent that it, it overwhelmed the waste system, meaning that poo and spew orbs floated around the cabin. <laughs> gross. That's great. That's gross. Uh, the largest bird ever to exist was a wink had a wingspan of almost 20 feet. It lived 60 million years ago. Wow. But it doesn't say what it is. No. <laughs> so it's kind of a dumb fact. <laughs> Here's a good one. Uh, the 1767 expedition of the HMS Dolphin had to be cut short due to accidental horny mutiny. It says, <laughs> Captain Samuel <laughs> Wallace noticed his crew were dismantling the ship for iron parts, which were... Bre- <laughs> being traded to sex for sex with the locals (laughs) that's pretty great yours are better than mine iron for sex you want to know my next one before dentures were invented teeth were extracted from the mouths of dead soldiers for use as prosthetics oh that's uh (laughs) that's fucking disturbing yeah (laughs) all right last one all right while in power, Pope Gregory the Ninth declared that cats were to be associated with devil worship and had them exterminated. Oh, how dare he! I know. Also, some believe that the disappearance of those cats helped rats spread the bubonic plague or Black Death that killed millions of people in the 1300s. Oh, good job, Pope. I know, Pope the Ninth. Fucking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Tune time. All right. First up, we have a uh, a cool track here from mm-hmm. a band that I have really loved for a long time. Yep. First introduced by the movie Gummo mm-hmm. was on the soundtrack. Um, the band is Mystifier, and this song we're going to hear is called Weighing Heart Ceremony, and I'm going to destroy this title. Oh, I'm sure you're going to nail it. <laughs> this is off the Protagani Mavri Magici Dynastia album nailed it (laughs) (laughs) and then we're going to go into dissolve from poughkeepsie with the song christmas in the er
Hey, this is Rick Dorff from Wolfpack 44, the Electric Hellfire Club, and Coven. And you're listening to Grim Dystopian, metal for your filthy earballs. song in there grandma's grandma forced her uh, way into the pantry yeah and pulled out some phantasmagoria which was a rochester band from the early 90s that was a 1990 demo um and that song was called arisen from the ancient slumber good stuff Uh, absolutely and uh that band kind of became disgorged and then that kind of turned into uh, Weathered Earth, who was a very well-known local band for mm-hmm. quite a while. Yeah. Um, so Phantasmagoria actually had uh, Dave Kalross on drums, 
who many people know, later went on to uh, play with Malevolent Creation and Suffocation and did some other guest appearances. Very nice, very nice. Good stuff. Yep, Grandma has a lot of unique stuff in her pantry. As does Rochester, New York. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, What's a forklift? What's a forklift? Food, usually. (laughs) (laughs) You played right into that one. (laughs) Oh, there's fucking updog all over the floor. There's updog all over the floor. (laughs) First of all, why are you looking at the floor and pointing like a maniac? Because there's updog all over the floor. What are you talking about? (laughs) What are you talking about? There's fucking updog all over the floor. I don't know what you're saying. Updog all over the floor. Do you see it? No. Updog is all over the floor. I don't. Okay. Updog is on the floor. <laughs> you're not going to play into it, huh? What's updog? <laughs> not much. What's up? <laughs> play a few more tunes and uh get call, the hell up out of here call it a life yeah all right all right we're gonna start with trench grinder from brooklyn with deterrence and retribution then we're gonna hear corners of sanctuary with the galloping hordes and thanks to mick michaels yes up. yes so mick michaels has a podcast with our good friend chris natalini mm-hmm. the cosmic voice mm-hmm um, and that airs, an episode drops every Tuesday. Yep, and it's unique. It's more about the business side of music. Yeah, and yeah. they're looking for question submissions and topics, so. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Interesting niche kind of, there's not a lot of, I don't know of any besides them, especially for like metal that are doing that Yeah, that take it format. from yeah. that angle. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So mm-hmm. check it out. And then we're going to end the show with Astyanax from Texas. And cool little backstory here. Um, we saw that they had shirts for sale that were absolutely hysterical. Yeah. It was like, so they must have put like some kind of Facebook ad out. Mm. And uh, this chick gave an awful review. It wasn't a chick. It was Karen. <laughs> it was Karen. It was a Linda Karen. <laughs> yeah. A Karen Linda. <laughs> so they put it on a shirt and we found it hilarious, which made us, of course, go check out their music. And it's been on repeat ever since. Yeah. I love it. Good strategy by them. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So we ordered shirts and we love their shit and we reached out to them and we got a new release to play. Yep. So we are ending the show with Crucify Sterectomy. Very nice. So till next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And don't let your meat loaf.
Yeah, we'll rinse your steak off in the slop sink. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> slop sink. <laughs> We're not doing this. <laughs>